Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Hello, Chelsea Paulson here. I am the Chief Strategy Officer at Keystone Group International. And the topic for today's conversation is the top 10 list for employee retention. So a few weeks ago, we had an episode titled The Great Resignation versus The Great Retention. We prefer to focus on retaining employees and what it takes to retain them. So I have a top 10 list here. Of course, there's more items that you can use to retain your employees, but these are 10 that I think are imperative that we must be doing to lead into tomorrow and to what's to come. And a little bit of a spoiler alert here, every single one of these 10 items has to do with you as a leader and every leader in your organization needs to be working on these. It is a leader's responsibility to retain people. You've all heard it that people leave managers, they don't leave their companies. So here's our top 10 list for what we as leaders need to be doing to retain our top talent. The first one is if if you are a new leader, and even if you aren't a new leader, you could still do this, is go around and do a listening tour. Listen to what the people have to say. Listen more than you're talking in these conversations. Ask questions like, what's working? What's not working? What's the biggest untapped opportunity that you see? Uh, What would they do if they were in your position? So these are all questions you could ask as a new leader or even as an experienced leader. You could go around and ask these questions to get feedback, do a listening tour, shows people that you care, shows that you're interested in their thoughts and opinions. They feel like they're adding value to the organization and providing insights and ideas and innovative thinking to the organization. And then when you get done with that, attack the critical situations. There's going to be some really critical things that you can solve right off the bat coming out of that that's going to make a huge impact. It's one thing to listen, but it's another thing to act on what you heard. The second thing for our top 10 list is bring your authentic self to work. Be who you are. That's what builds trust. Authenticity builds trust and breeds trust. So as leaders, not only do we need to bring our authentic selves, but we need to encourage our team to also bring their authentic selves. Don't assume that they're just going to bring their authentic selves because because you do. That's one thing, right? Be Walk the walk, talk the talk. But they need to be told, I want you to be who you are. I want you to say what you're thinking. I want you to lay it out there, right? Those are the employees that we want in this organization who can open up can share their thoughts, can bring their innovation to work, but they can't do that if they don't feel like they can be their authentic self. So never assume that people know that they should do that. And again, as a leader, make sure you are starting with that and you are being authentic, being vulnerable, showing that you don't have all the answers, asking for help when you need it. That's being authentic. The third item is when things are crazy and chaotic, you need to be the calm of the storm. Don't add more wind, don't add more thunder to the storm that's going on. Figure out a way how to calm the seas so that the rest of the team can calm down as well. Where the leader goes, so goes the employees. So if you're calm, you're gonna collectively bring down the anxiety level of the team. So be that calm in the storm. The fourth is that Work in life is a teeter-totter. 
it's rarely at equilibrium. What does that mean? There's no such thing as work-life balance. So don't be looking for it. Don't be searching for it because it's not there. So think of it as a teeter-totter. I often think of this as there's seasons of life. So a season could be a week, a month, a quarter, right? These this teeter-totter, this back and forth can happen on a daily basis, have monthly basis. It can happen um, very quickly or can happen over a period of time. But trying to find this balance, this equilibrium is, is a waste of time because we're not going to be able to find it. So we need to understand this for ourselves and then again, help our employees understand this as well. Sometimes they need to give more support and time at home. And sometimes they need to give more time and support at work. So showing that you understand this, showing that you can live this as well, again, being that role model is absolutely key. The fifth item is that when you're aiming for where you want to go in your career, think 10x. Don't think next level. Think how can I get to a 10x version of myself, whatever that means for you. Because if you start dreaming big, you're going to start living and acting big. What Dan Sullivan says, this concept comes from him, is that next level is just more of the same. And 10x jumps beyond that. And it requires operating in an entirely different way and then bypasses the stress and complications of a next level goal. So what does this mean for your team and for retention? When you start thinking 10x, that goes for you or yourself individually. That also goes for your team and for your company. And big ideas like that, 10x visions, are very intriguing to top talent. They want to be a part of something big. They want to contribute to that. So when you determine what is this 10x vision that you have for, for you, for your team, for your company, share that consistently, clearly, frequently share that vision because people will stick around for a vision that is meaningful and purposeful. They feel like they can contribute to. The sixth item is empower each of your leaders to do what's needed to take care of their teams. One size does not fit all. Blanket policies across an organization, generally speaking, don't work. And so each leader needs to personally know and understand each of his or her team members and what they need and when they need it and how to provide it to them. And so we need to make sure that we're empowering each of our leaders to do that and that we feel empowered to do that with our team. Um, when you can take that individualized approach and you feel like you have the authority to do that, your people can sense that. They can feel that. And so we need to make sure, again, we're doing that. We're encouraging the rest of our leaders to take do what's needed to take care of their teams. Uh, the seventh item, consistency is everything. My dad has been telling me this since I was probably five years old. Consistency, consistency, consistency in your personality, your behaviors, your decisions, your follow through. You need to be consistent. Again, this builds trust. This builds respect. It gains a level of comfort and confidence from your employees when you are consistent with your decisions and your follow through. If your people don't know what mood you're going to be in when they call you up via Zoom or they walk into your office, that's going to put them on edge. And that's not an environment they're going to want to be in very long. So your consistency in how you're acting, how you're behaving, how you follow through on items, you're going to get those same results from your employees. So if you're dealing with a significant amount of inconsistency, lack of accountability with your team, 
I would encourage you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, how am I doing with consistency? How am I doing with holding myself accountable to what I said I was going to do? The eighth item is beware of the marathon effect. So the marathon effect is you've been training for a race for a year. You're in the race. You're on mile 22, almost ready to finish, going around the last corner. But your team is still back there tying their shoes. Right? When we make a decision, when we make a significant change in our organization, we've spent so much time thinking about it, planning for it, discussing it, hashing out issues, thinking about obstacles that might come in our way. And by the time we start sharing that with everyone else, we're at mile 22. And they're like, well, hold the phone. We're running a race. Where are we going? How are we going to get there? Who's in charge? What's my role? Right? They don't know everything that you've already been through. So be aware of where are you at in the race and where is everyone else at and help them along the race, realizing they may never get to mile 22 where you are. They might only get to mile 10 or 16 or 18, right? Depending on their position in the company, depending on their, their level of involvement in this change in the situation that might be happening. So just be aware of that marathon effect of where you are and where your team members are. The ninth item on the list is start with why. We all learn this from Simon Sinek. And what he says is that people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. The nature of the world that we're in is that every decision we make is most likely going to have some sort of pushback. But as long as your decisions are being made based off of your guiding principles, your core values, and you can explain why you made the decision, you're going to be that much more trusted as a leader, even if some people still disagree with your decision, they respect you, they trust you because they understand why you're doing it. It's not just some random decision that you pulled out of a hat and decided to move forward with. You're explaining the purpose, the reason, the why behind this decision, behind this change, behind whatever it is that you're, that's going on. So always start with why, no matter what it is that you're doing, whether it's big or small. A change in policy, a change in product, a change in strategic direction, a change in who you're hiring or how you're hiring, right? All of these things should have a why behind them and be explained to your employees. The 10th and final item on our employee retention top 10 list is communication, period. <laughs> Clear, consistent communication. When we do our culture assessments with our clients, cult, uh, communication is always the number one issue that shows up in the culture assessments. Always, because it's so difficult. There's so many ways to communicate and to miscommunicate and to forget things. And so what we talk about is that your communication has to have a cadence, a consistent cadence. There has to be clarity in the communication that you're having. And you need to re really be thinking about how does information flow through our company from team to team, within teams, from individual to individual, to your customers, right? There's a lot of things that we can think about here. Meeting structures is big. Team meetings, one-on-one -on -one meetings, all-hands meetings, strategy overview meetings, financial update meetings, right? There's all of these meetings that should be happening. And I know I say that and a lot of you are going, oh gosh, another meeting. But if they are effective, productive meetings, 
you stay on time, you stay on topic, you move through through the agenda that was preset before you came into that meeting, you walk out with to-dos, who's doing what and when it's due by, you can get a lot done in these meetings. Coming out of these meetings, you need to have a communication cascade. Who needs to know what? Based off of what was discussed in this meeting, who needs to know what? And who owns communicating that? Right? That's our communication cascade. And then just your daily conversations, right? There's a lot of communication we have via text, via email, via phone um, that, that's happening. And so in these daily conversations, we need to show as leaders that we care about the employee that we're talking to, the other leader that we're talking to. We need to show that we're curious, we're asking questions, we're listening, we're being candid with them, right? Radical honesty. We want to be open and honest. We don't want to hide things. We don't want to push things, you know, under the rug. We want to be candid with them and committed to the conversation. Show that you are truly there. You're listening. You, you want to know what's going on. You want to understand and you want to help. Show that you're committed to the conversation. So again, quick recap. Do a listening tour is number one. Number two, bring your authentic self to work. Number three, be the calm in the storm. Four, Work in life is a teeter-totter. Don't be looking for, for the balance and the equilibrium. Five, think 10X, not next level, 10X. Six, empower each leader to do what's needed to take care of their team. Seven, be consistent. Eight, be aware of the marathon effect. Nine, always start with why. And 10, communicate. Consistent and clear communication. As always, the goal of these podcasts is just to find one or two nuggets that you can take away and implement into your leadership journey, into your organization, to try to uh, retain as many of your top uh, leaders, employees as possible. So I hope that you found something useful today. If you have any questions, you want to talk through this, you know, this is, this is my jam. These are the things that I love talking about. I love helping other leaders get stronger and raise up their level of, of leadership, becoming that conscious leader to create a very conscious culture in their organization. So please reach out if you want to talk more um, through any of the topics we've talked about today. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.